Well, good evening, everybody. My name's Simon. I'm the curate here at Christchurch. Uh, me and my family moved to Southport uh, back in June, so this is our first Christmas here, so we cannot wait to celebrate it with you all. But when we moved to Southport back in June, I couldn't quite get my head around why Southport was called Southport. Firstly, we had moved north to come to Southport, and secondly, I have never seen a port in Southport, nor the sea for that matter, for there to even to be a port there anyway. So I did a bit of research as to why Southport was called Southport. Now some of you may know this, and equally the internet might have told me wrong, so apologies if that is the case. But an entrepreneur in the 1700s from Churchtown wanted to exploit the Georgian craze of bathing in the sea. So he decided to build a hotel for the tourists, and he called it the Southport. And up and around the hotel over the years that followed, a town emerged, and the town took the name of the hotel. Hence, this town is called Southport. So the name Southport has a meaning. It has a history. It has a significance behind it. And names do that, don't they? They all have a meaning. I wonder if you know what your personal name means. When I asked Hannah, my wife, she instantly knew the meaning of her own name. That's really important to her, the meaning of names. So Hannah means favour or grace. Simon, on the other hand, doesn't quite have the same ring to it. From what I can see, Simon has a dual and contrasting meaning. On the one hand, it means someone who listens. Don't laugh. <laughs> on the other hand, it means someone who is hard of hearing. I'm not entirely sure how Simon can mean both of those things. Tonight, we are going to talk about names. Specifically... The names of the Son of God. On your way in this evening, you were all given a ball ball. That is a gift from us to you. Please hang it on your tree or around your house so that you are reminded of your time here tonight. But you may have noticed that the person sitting next door to you does not have the same name on their ball ball as you have. Because there are six names that we are going to look at tonight. Christ... Messiah, Jesus, Saviour, Emmanuel and King. These are all significant names of the Son of God. Because they all have a meaning behind them. A meaning which tells you about Jesus as he is most commonly known. They tell you about him, what he has done for you, why he came and why specifically today... Jesus is still relevant. So we're going to go through those names tonight. And as I tell you the story of what Jesus has done for you, and how he has come to save you, and how he has come to love you and dwell among you, I pray that you know how relevant this is for you today. This is not just for something for 2,000 years ago. 
In the first reading from Isaiah, a prophet who lived 700 years before the Son of God was born, we read of a dire situation. That humanity is walking in darkness. The people were going their own way, not listening to God, not being guided by him. Doing their own thing and turning their back on the one who created them. But Isaiah prophesies that the people will see a great light. A child will be born, a son will be given. Who has been chosen to come and to bring light into those dark spaces. Isaiah prophesies that the Messiah, which means the chosen one, the anointed one, the one who has been chosen to take humanity out of darkness and into a great light, will soon come. Imagine hearing that. Imagine hearing that someone is going to come and save you. Imagine hearing that someone is going to be born who will make you righteous, will make you, enable you to have a relationship with God. Maybe this hits home for you tonight. Maybe life for you isn't that great. It seems a bit dark, maybe lonely, hurting. Listen to this prophecy. Listen to the fact that Isaiah prophesies that God has chosen someone specifically to come and to save you, to show you love and redeem you. Christ, which means the same as Messiah, the chosen one, is coming to save us all. However, the prophecy didn't come true for another 700 years when Mary, the mother of the Messiah, was to give birth to Jesus. And we read in our second reading that an angel comes and visits Mary and gives her an incredible job. She is going to give birth to the one God has chosen to come and save us all. To bring us out of that darkness into that glorious light. The angel says to Mary, you are to call him Jesus. Which means God saves. It's where we get the name Saviour. Have you ever had to name someone or something? My wife and I have two children. And when Hannah gave birth to our first child, she gave me a really important job to do. We hadn't found out the gender of either of our child's children during Hannah's pregnancy. So when she gave birth, she told me that I was to announce if the, boy, if the child was a boy or a girl and to name the child straight away. I was like, yes, come on. I have free reign over the name that I can choose. That dream only lasted but a moment. When Hannah then said to me, no, no, no. We will have already decided on a preset name for both a male and a female. Really, my job was simply to announce it. I was little more than a herald in that birthing room. But over the weeks leading up to the birth, 
We had countless conversations about what we might call our children. Because naming a child is really significant. The name will go with that person the whole of their lives. It gives them a meaning, a significance, parts of their identity. As I mentioned before, for my wife Hannah, the meaning of the name is really important. So we called our first child Zachary, which means God has remembered. Every time I say his name and look upon him, I know that God has remembered him. That God is looking down upon him, remembering him and loving him. Our second child we called Primrose Joy. And she is just that, such a joy to behold. Now on the one hand, I loved the responsibility of choosing the names of our children. On the other hand, it would have been easier if God had appeared to Hannah and I and said, you are to call your children X and Y, exactly like Jesus, exactly like God did with Mary, when God says, you are to call him Jesus, the one who is going to save. So Jesus is born and comes and lives with us. God comes and lives amongst us for the whole purpose of saving us. And this is our fifth name. Emmanuel means God with us. Because without God sending Jesus to come and be with us, we had no hope of being saved. Being redeemed. Being taken from that darkness into that glorious light. But it's not until later in the gospel stories, in the life of Jesus, that we come to know how Jesus came to save us. He came, lived a sinless life, and gave up everything for us. Literally everything for us. He died on the cross for us, taking away all of that darkness so that we can rise in glorious light. If for whatever reason I had to sacrifice my life for Hannah or my children, I would gladly do it. And I'm sure you would say the same for your family. And this is literally what Jesus did. He literally sacrificed everything, gave up everything for us. But unlike me, Jesus didn't stay dead. No, Jesus rose in glory. So that we too, if we accept Jesus as our Lord of our lives, can rise in glory with him. Because he has made us clean and pure taken that darkness from us and made us into that glorious light. Do you feel in a lonely and unloved place at the moment? Don't. Because God loved you, each and every one of us here tonight, so much that he gave up everything for us. But how does this impact us today? How does this impact us in 2018? I guarantee 
that if you let this message dwell in your heart, that you know that God chose somebody, the Messiah Christ, to come and to save you by coming and living amongst us, you will have a radically changed life. Think about what Bethany said before. That peace that came upon her. That love that could come upon you. But in order for us to be taken from that darkness, in order for for us to have some relevance in our life today, we have to make Jesus our king. The final name on the baubles. We have to make him the centre of our lives. For all of us, it's so tempting to put us at the centre. Our lives, the stuff that we've got going on. But no, because Jesus gave up everything for you, everything for me, he requires that we move ourselves from the centre of our own lives and place him there. We all need saving. Regardless of whether you think your life is going great, you have everything you need. You are loving life. You have someone to love someone. You have someone to love you. Make Jesus your king. We all need saving even if our life isn't in that great position. If we feel lonely and in that dark place, make Jesus the king of your life. Tonight then, names are significant because they explain who he is, who the Messiah is, the chosen one, Jesus, the one who came to save. Make him your king. As Steve mentioned before, if you want to know more about the Christian faith, if you want to know more in depth about how you make Jesus the centre of your life, we would love it if you came on the Alpha course It starts on the 16th of January, half past seven in here. Turn up. Bring other people that you know are searching for a meaning and a purpose. We would love to see you there. So what's in a name? What's in the names of Jesus? Everything.